Good morning. Just before we move on, still just closing up this uh, discussion about the ten things which are required for a kosher bracha, or whether it is ten, whether it's not ten. We ended up yesterday with the uh, with the shift of the Rambam and the Rosh. We tried to explain the Rambam, um, but the halacha, as we said, the all brought in Shulchan Aruch, Kemat all of the, well at least 9 out of the 10 are brought in Shulchan Aruch. So let's just make a summary of them, and then we'll move on in the Gemara. We said, number one, one needs Hadotha and Shtifa, the idea of rinsing out the cup, which means that the cup should uh, be clean for the, for, in order to make the, the broth over it. If it is 100% clean, then strictly speaking, one would not have to wash it out inside or outside, but many people still have the practice to do so. But um, as the Mishnah notes, loved after washing it, you could use a cloth, that would also be fine. Next thing is Chai. So the idea of it being undiluted, um, we've got the Ramah who says that nowadays, um, nowadays this practice adds a bit of water, doesn't really, we don't find it. The reason being because um, the reason being because nowadays the wines already are not that strong, so therefore the minach doesn't seem to be to add any wine at uh, the broth of no delacha. Uh, the basis, the basis, the says that in his places they did, but add a little bit of wine, possibly as per the lotion of the Rambam, uh, a bit of water, sorry, a bit of water, correct, a bit of water. Um, but what we do pass in is that the pshat of chai, like Rashi, that it should be poured out the same mitzvah. It should be for the same mitzvah, um, and, uh, but that is only the mitzvah of the Nahmuvka. If you didn't do that, it's not the end of the world. You shouldn't pour it and leave it uh, standing there. Next thing is the molly, that it has to be full. So the Ramal says, I'll call Kadesov, it's got to be full right to the top. Um, whereas the Mishaburah says that Yish Makilim, there are those who are mekel, the reason being because, as the Taz says, because the wine will, and Taz and others say, that wine will spill out, and it's a bizarre into the food, so it's, go- it's going to go to waste. Uh, in this case, the design to the wine. He spoke about that from the Rosh yesterday, the possible Raya from the Rosh, uh, the question from the Tami de Rabbi Yona, whether that does fit or it doesn't fit. Um, but that's the... Each person do as they... Uh, as, as is their practice. Next one is Kosholim. The, I mean, that goes really together with Chai, that um, you should have a complete cup. So Shulchan Aruch writes that there's a mitzvah, or what the Roshan is, Yachter, Achor of the person should look for a complete cup, which, uh, as we said, the Mishnah Bura is Medaik, that means only the Chachilah. If you didn't have a complete cup, a slightly damaged cup, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, but as he says in the Sharatiyah, if it is, if it's got a hole in the bottom of the cup, then obviously it's nothing to talk about because it doesn't even hold the Revit. That's not even got, it doesn't even have a shame case on it. Um, but he says, included in this, this lechatchelo means that it shouldn't be broken at all, it shouldn't have any pagam in it at the top, um, even the smallest pagam, that Irabba mentions, he said, not even a na- uh, nail, uh, drawing your nail there, which the Prima Godin says, Zenia Khumra. Um, if it's cracked, in other words, even if there's actually nothing missing there, no wine will, will actually drip out of it, it's still lechatchelo, ideally not to use it. If the base of it is broken, even if it can stand up, still, if it... If you've got nothing else, then you use that cup. Again, the, the Sharatin says he's not sure what does that mean. What does that mean if you don't have anything else and it really can't stand, stand up at all? He says maybe that, again, that's not considered a cup because it can't hold the revere. So when you put it down, it just uh, collapses. So he says he's not sure if you take it that far. 
so too with the cover of uh, the cover of kalim, which are not made to hold, um, uh, li- not made to drink from. Still, if you don't have anything else, you can uh, you can use that if you've got nothing else. And we did mention yesterday we, to- we talked about disposable cups, the shit of Ramesh Feinstein. That again, if you have nothing else, and as we mentioned, it's only mitzvah. Yafta Lacharov, it's only the Chatzkelo, but if you've got something else, you shouldn't really use disposable cups. Other people disagree, other people disagree with that. So, uh, again, probably the Chatzkelo better not to, but uh, definitely if one's got nothing else, one could use a disposable cup. Um, then we've got the next thing was Ituf. Ituf is that Mogin uh, Avron quotes the Bach. So the Bach says that Loshan is a Yeresh Onayim, somebody who's got the fear of heaven, will uh, put on a hat for davening, not rely just on a, just on a couple, he should put on a hat for davening, and so that's always been the Minag. And he says, so too a beggar's Elion, and others put on a jacket, some people have that as well, but interestingly enough, therefore it says the hat more than the jacket. Um, that uh, is what the, the Mishra Burrow quotes. Next thing is, that the next fall that we're going to speak about, this is where the, even the God, the God was much in all, all ten, really, even the Gaon is masking that it's only the Hizor Mitzvah the Chatzkelo. Truth is, a lot of these things we already said are only the Chatzkelo. But um, these next four things, what are they? Number one, that he should be Makabadit Gedeyodov. Normally, somebody else actually picks up the Kabbalah. You take it with your two hands, as the Tal says, to show the, to show the uh, Chavivas for the Mitzvah, to take it in two hands. But then the next thing is, you should hold it in your right hand. Again, to show the Chavivus in the Mitzvah that it's not a, a Masi, it's not a burden, so you hold it in your right hand in your stronger hand. Without supporting it with the left, Lechatzchelo, that means you shouldn't even put your left hand underneath your right hand, as we spoke about two days ago. Even though the, there are those who seem to allow that, it's only if it doesn't, you don't touch the cup, but uh, better not to. Um, some of you uh, left-handed, hold it in his, right, in his, his right hand, while it's a stronger hand, hold it in the left hand. Um, well, it's quoted as a, as a yish omen, but that seems to be the, uh, the, the psak. Um, if, you, if you're ambidextrous, then use obviously your right hand. Um, just in case you were thinking about using gloves to hold the cup, you shouldn't do that either. So it's no Mr. Burrow. No gloves, hold it in your right hand. The third one is that you should lift it up a tepah, as the Torah says, so that everyone can see it, um, and then place your eyes on it. Uh, the reason being, so, as we saw in the Gemara, in order not to have Hesachadas from it. Um, the Ramor, based on that, we've learned a couple of days ago, the Ramor says don't use a very narrow cup, narrow cup because people can't see the wine. The Afrinians disagree, and they say it's got nothing to do with seeing the wine, it's to do with seeing the cup. So, if you've got nothing else, no problem, you can use a narrow cup. And finally, the last one is sending it to one's wife as we learnt on the Nalaf on the day. Um, that means, say, even if she didn't eat with us, still send the kosher baracha to one's wife, and as the Mishnah Burra adds, who are in the Sha'ar Masubin, give it back to everyone else. The one Sorach Ion is, what happens if you're a guest? Now, if you're a guest, so you're gonna, and you're benching, so you've got the kosher baracha, and you finish off, you make very pure you drink from it, now what do you do with it? I'm not asking about that. <laughs> Who do you give it over to now? You can give it a Khalam Sumin, you can give it to Balabai. Do you have to send it to the wife of the Balabai? No, no, the guest is the one who benched on it. 
was outside as a guest in the one bench because of the here up. So, well, Sorachian is basically the answer. Because, on the one hand, we learn from the Gemara, Rabbi Yechanan, we learn that you give it to the Balabayas, and we say, Mithos, what do we say that the, from the, the pre, basically that the woman is blessed through the man. The story, in the story with, with uh, Rav Nachman and Yalta, so, the, um, so who was it, uh, who was actually benching it, was it Rav, who came, who came to his house, Ullah. So Ullah said that Rabbi Yechon said, you don't have to give it to the wife. On the other hand, the Sharatin says he's not sure about this one because he says it could be, it could be, the Rabbi Yechon argues on the whole concept of having to give it to the wife. So he argues on the whole thing. But he's saying there's no need to give it to the wife. Once you drink it, the wife is, will be nisparit through the husband. There's no need to fast send it to the wife. In that case, can I get the bride? The bride says, Yesh Omin, Meshachar, and Isha. In other words, the question is, is Rabbi Yechonon arguing on the whole concept of sending it to the wife? Or is he arguing just in the case that he's got a guest, he don't need to send it to, to, the, to the wife of the Balabai. So, he says he's not sure. In which case, if he's arguing on the rice, then we're going to pass him like, uh, like from Nachman said, and Yalta, who got all upset about it, you should send it to the wife. So, I suppose it can't harm. And give it to the Balabai, so the Balabai to give it to, to the wife. Can't harm. Um, and with that, let's continue on and finish the Perex now. Omar Ravasi. It's Nun Aleph on the base. Three lines uh, down into the wider line. Wide line. Omar Ravasi. In the Sikhin al Koshal Baracha. One doesn't talk over the Koshal Baracha. What that means is once you've uh, picked up, once you've begun to make the Baracha, at least let's start with that. Once you've started to bench, as we were talking about Baruch Samozen, you're not allowed to speak. The Mishnah writes, Yish Lahachmir, even though there are those who are Mekel, but Yish Lahachmir, once you've picked up the coast. Once you've picked up the, 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 the Becha, the bench, you shouldn't speak. Um, the Shulchan Aruch writes, it, it brings that the Din is like Tefillah. In other words, what happens if, during benching, I suppose, during the middle of benching, somebody comes over to you and says, Hello, should you respond? So, we pass him, Orch the Chaim writes, it's got the din of Tfilah. What does that mean? You don't respond to anyone whatsoever. Afidu Hamelach Shel Bishlomi, you don't respond. Now, how can it be? Why should Birkat Hamozen be so, so Chomor? More Chomor than Kriyashima? Why? What similarity is there between Birkat Hamozen and Tfilah? Something which Kriyashima does not share. So, okay. What 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 about the brachas of Kriyashma? Or even in the middle, we said or whatever the Svarachas Chaim says. He's the one who quote, who makes this I mean, not makes the but he writes this halacha. We can quote the reason is because both in Tefillah and Berachas Hamosin, you're not allowed to move around. We've yet to see this that by benching. You have to 
like with Tzvila, you have to stand where you are. With Kriyashma, however, we learn just the first Pasuk, Baruch Shein maybe, and maybe if you're very Machmeh like the Bach, then you go until, what was it, Allah Vavach, whatever it was. But that's it. After that, you can walk around. Even the Isaac from Alaska, we, I mean, possibly in these sort of things. But uh, most definitely, by Rekhasam wasn't not even a Shaila, of course you can't do that. So, um, in that respect, it's like Tzvila, and therefore, it's got that certain Chumrah that it's got to have that state of mind, therefore you're not allowed to you're not allowed to um, talk, you're not allowed to greet somebody at all during uh, benching. That's for a different reason. That's because of Beishama. But in the morning, for example, you could. Uh, the other way around, in the evening you could. It's, that's a, for a different reason. It's not a din in sort of the the the, the Shiva or whatever it is. That's what we learned. Uh, we learned earlier in the second paragraph. If a person, just run through the, the basic outlook, if a person did speak in the middle of benching, so if it was between one bracha and the next, he's definitely been yoked to. Now that there's no shy if he's spoken between brachas, um, as we're, we're going to see a little about this in, uh, in Tosis in one second. In fact, do you know, uh, yeah. So if, if one did speak in the middle of benching between one bracha and the next, he's been yoked to. Some say that's Dafka if he spoke for Shagig. If he spoke for Mezid, Morgan Avram says, Dafka Bashegeg, um, but if he did speak for Mezid, then he would, um, he'd have a problem. But we don't really have to go into that because Ladina, even if a person spoke for Mezid, if it's between one block and the next, it's not, but the it's not a problem. But obviously, the Chatzkhila wants to be careful, you shouldn't be speaking in the middle of benching. Um, what happens if, um, a person sort of stops, doesn't speak, but he stops in the middle of a bracha, or between one bracha and the next, whatever the case may be. Let's say in the middle of a bracha first. We, have, we haven't really spoken about, about this concept so much, it hasn't really come in, but we had, we had it a little bit, we did, we did have it a little bit. Um, and that is if a person delays enough time to recite the bracha from the beginning to the end, then he would have to go back to the beginning of the bracha. That is quite clear. Okay, so if you stopped in the middle of no delacha, let's say, and uh, enough time to, to recite the whole bracha of no delacha to the end, then you'd have to go back to the beginning. But dafka, I think we did mention this, we have spoken a little about this, that's dafka if you stop because you have to stop. For example, a person has to go out to be excused. He just, he had to. Or uh, because he suddenly realised uh, there was a a child with a, with, a, with, a, with a dirty nappy. So he had to wait until the, the child was taken out, and by the time it took for the child to be taken out, the time which, uh, which had uh, sort of lapsed there was, the amount of time he could have recited the whole bracha, he'd have to go back to the beginning of the bracha. But if he just thumb stopped in the middle, then uh, that then wouldn't apply. Um, if he stopped between one bracha and the other, then there are those who say, that's the, I think it's, yes, it's the Morgan Avram and the Nishma Sodom, that if between one bracha and the next, if the time, if you stop in between the game for the same reason, because he, he, he couldn't continue benching, and he stopped enough time to have said the whole of benching from beginning to end, and the Shalatian says, it's Yitokhin, although he says Torah Ion, but that means from beginning to end of the brachas to Eraisa. 
So from the beginning of benching till Bene Ibrahim of Yerushalayim Amen, if that amount of time elapsed, then you have to actually go back to the beginning of benching, says the Morgan Abraham. But in the Bia Halacha, he leaves it Sorachia, and he's not so sure about that Halacha. He says it's not so posh at all. It could be, it's, um, depending on various Roshonim and things, it's not so posh. So again, if you delay, in, if you wait in the middle of a bracha, enough time to have said that whole bracha, then, for Onus we're talking about, you'd have to go back to the beginning of that bracha. But if, you del- between one bracha and the next, you delay enough time to say the whole of benching, it's got to be that amount of time, and for Onus, because you couldn't bench, you have to stop, then Yeshomim, that's the Morgan Abram, you'd have to go back to the beginning of benching, but the Bialocha is not so sure about that. Now, if we take a look at Tosfus, Ein Mesich and Al Koshal Bracha. So Tosfus says, "Pirish Rashi." Rashi explains, "Shaleyotziach Hamavorich that the Mavorich, the person making the bracha, person benching the mezaming, shouldn't be Mesiach Das Mishenosnu Lo Koshal Bracha from when when they have given him the Koshal Bracha." He adds on, "Vehu Adin Amasubit." So, 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 the same thing will apply to anyone who is joining the Zimmer. She'ein rasho'in lehotiach, you're not allowed to speak. As we said, the chatzkele from when he's taken the cup. Devo'inon she'yizkavin shemea u'mashmiya. Because we need, in order to be able to say, through the same sort of idea whether, whether Zimmer works through shemea ka'ene or not, but we need the kavona of both the person listening and the person who is making it. And so to the listeners should not interrupt with speaking about anything unnecessary. Interesting, he says, but just like the Mavorich is not allowed to speak in the middle. I don't know if, as I said, I'm not sure if that poses a problem or whether that seems to disagree with the Orchus Chaim. Because Orchus Chaim has said that he's got the din of Tfilah. So why is it Besicha Tzolim? You shouldn't be able to speak at all. It's like the middle of Shemana Esra. So I don't know if that would indicate otherwise. But the Aloch of the Orchus Chaim is brought up in the Shulchan Aruch. So anyway, just like the Mavorich is not allowed to speak, so too the, the listeners are not allowed to speak. The Yafal Tisha Omar Hosom, even though we say in Rosh Hashanah, Shoma Tisha Tikiyas Be'Tisha Shoyz Bayom, if a person, the basic tier of, of uh, Tikiyas Shoyfar is nine blows of the Shoyfar, the reason why we do 30 and then, okay, more than 30 is, is Minaj, but uh, 30 is because we're not sure what exactly the Teruah uh, is, or the Shwarim, whatever you want to call it. So uh, we, do, we do more than that. But the, the strict nine, so if a person heard them, he heard a Tzkiah. And then an hour later he heard the Teruah. And then an hour later he heard the Tzkiah. And then he went on like that. It took nine hours in a day to hear it. Yotzi's been Yotzi. It's Mashma, it's Mashma Shashamea Sochmein Otayim. That means to say, even though the listener... He spoke in between. The Afidah Ochin even so Yotzei's been Yotzei. Ach lechatzchila ein nasis kim. But lechatzchila you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be speaking at all in the middle. So to adventure you shouldn't be speaking at all in the middle. Umiu, however, nira it would appear. Dainu dafka b'shoshah mavorich sheisik me'at fein bracha lebracha. Now this idea that if you did speak in between, the diyevad yoyotzei, that dafka if the mavorich himself, remember because Strictly speaking, the person who makes the zimmin, he actually benches everyone. That's what Tosus is speaking about. We'll speak about what, uh, how it uh, applies nowadays when everyone benches for themselves. But for the time being, we're assuming that the mezamin is, is benching for everyone. 
So that's only going to be, we can only say, but yeah, they won't matter if the person benching, he stops for a second himself between one broch and the next. But at the time when he's benching, if the person who is listening starts speaking, even B'diyavad he's not yet to because he's missed out. He's missed out some of benching. Through the, the concept of Shemei Akoena, whatever you want to call it, but he's missed out on some of the benching. Now, Lahalokha, if let's say, the Mazamin, for that matter, anyone's being moved to somebody else, and let's say he's in the middle of Nodelokha, and the listener start, suddenly starts speaking, and then he suddenly realizes, wait a second, the, the person, the Mazamin, the person benching, he's continued on. I've missed a few words. So what does he do? So what he can do is, well, he just goes, let's say he, uh, he starts speaking when the person was up to uh, and he interrupted there. So he just continues himself from or the Mazarin can go back for him. That would be perfectly fine, he could go back for him. But as an aside, by the way, you see once again the shift of the Mishnah Bura, that you could be able to say half through Shemei Ka'ina and the other half through, through saying it yourself. Because he says, you can say it yourself wherever you got up to. Fine. That's fine. But if the Mazamin has already finished the brothel, so in other words, I was listening, no da 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 and he got up to, and then I started chatting to somebody, and then I finally realized he's moved on, the Mazamin's moved on, and he's got to the end of the brothel, and he said, Borachata Hashem Hazon Efako. Now you've got a problem. Because if you had Kavani, you wanted to be yoke with him, so what happens? You've also finished the bracha with him. And you've missed out part of the bracha. And the Lord says, if you're medalic, if you skip out some of the bracha, well, it's back to the beginning of the bracha. Point to some back to the beginning of benching. Depending on whether you say that all brachas are like one, that we've, we've spoken about. So, you'd have to go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning of benching, back to the beginning of the bracha, but you'd have to go back to the beginning of something. But, says the Mishnah Bura, obviously only if you've skipped out something which is actually Le'ikuba, like Brith and Torah. That's what we've learned, right, in the Gemara. But if you've skipped out something which is not Le'ikuba, the Di'evad, it's not the end of the world. The Di'evad, it wouldn't be the end of the world, because you, you've actually skipped out something which is not Le'ikuba. Obviously, as we've said in Tosfus, if the Mavarif also speaks, then uh, no, no one would have to go back. Now let's speak in a practical sense before we move on to the Gemara now, the final thing, the final word on this. Nowadays, you'll note, that we don't do this. All we do is, we say, Rabbi Sainabarech, until the end, Baruch Shachalim, Shalobitzavachayinu. And then, everyone benches themselves. Why is that? Is that better or is that worse? Is that because nowadays we're educated, we don't need one person to bench for us? Or is it actually a bit the what we do? We say, I'll make the brothers. It is a bit the The whole idea of Zimmon is not because we don't understand the, what's being said. We're not because we're illiterate or anything like that. It's because of Gazalul Hashem Iti. So we learned at the beginning of the parrot. We'll end the parrot with what we began with. And therefore, the Dafka, you should have one person benching for everyone. As we said, it's not just a din in Shemei Akoina. This is our bracha. This is the Lechat Chilo. The Revam Hadras Manat. This is the way it should be. 
yet you'll find the Shulchan Aruch that it says, nowadays we don't do it. The reason being, says the Mishnah Bura, because people don't know how to be Mechavim properly and to listen properly, so therefore we don't do it. But Ladina, this is very, very important, this halacha. Even if everything we said is there, oh, it doesn't really apply now that everyone mentions themselves. This is very important. Because you see this, I think, I wouldn't say most people, let's say at least 50% do not keep, do not make a proper zimmer because of this. You should be saying, with the Mazami, he finishes off Baruch Shachan and over to you should be saying with him, milo for milo, word by word. He should be benching aloud, and you should be benching in an undertone, word by word, with him. Otherwise, he says to Mr. Burr, according to many postkin, you've not been yet to Zimmer. Because where's the Gadrul Hashem Isi? He says, many people, what they do is, they get to, and the Borah Shechanah is over to Vechayinah, and then everyone, the Mazamini benches quietly, or everyone benches aloud. Where's the Gadrul Hashem Isi? So you should be saying along with him, word by word. And then if everyone benches, you know, in some families, especially with the kids, so everyone benches aloud, it could be that that would be alright, because the mic, everyone is benching together, along with him. I don't know whether you've actually got to hear every word of this, maybe yes, maybe no. But obviously what you do is, you bench along word by word, with him, and then when you come to the end of the bracha, you should just go slightly ahead of him, so that you can answer Omein. And with that, at least for the first bracha. Ideally for the whole of benching. Then I think generally you'll find it's the first bracha people are. As I said, it's not this thing of sort of you get to Baruch Shachan and then everyone just uh, whizzes along or, or the Mazami, especially when the Mazami says it in an undertone himself. That's, I mean, that, that's, that's without question is, is wrong. He's definitely supposed to say it aloud. But really you should be saying, you should be saying along with him. I mean, but the, really, you shouldn't be saying anything with him, but that's the way he says, we're not mechabbing properly. Um, there is actually a tashbat, again, I don't think people keep this, but the tashbat says, if you've got people who know how to be mechabbing, then at least for the first brother, you should announce, the Mazamin should announce, I'm going to be mochi everyone, everyone listen carefully, and for the first brother, that's what you do. And then after that, because at least for the first brother, it's one brother, without you yet to gather with Hashem Eti. The Mishnah Buru does, does, he does, he does bring it. He does bring it. I haven't seen it done in practice, to be honest. But uh, as the Mishnah Buru uh, points out, it only, it'll only help this whole thing if people understand Loshan Akedesh. If they don't understand Loshan Akedesh, we already learned earlier, we had a Machoik, I think it was in the sixth direct, uh, Rashi says that you can still be Yotze, Tosa says you can't be Yotze. Many Roshanians say you can't be Yotze if you don't, through Shemeyaka or anything like that, if they don't understand Loshan Akedesh. So we passed and we said that if there's no choice in the matter, then you can rely on Rashi, and one person can be mostly others with Shemir Kona, but um, obviously the Chatzchilo, one shouldn't do so. So if they don't understand Rosh Hashanah Kodesh, then really everyone should be saying it themselves. But I said the most important Allah statement that is, because I assume most of us do not do like the Tashbat, is once he starts Baruch he finishes off Baruch Shalchanan Mishalavit Tzavichayinu, he then says Baruch Baruch that is the something sort of thing, only he says that. Then he starts Baruch, that should be said, he should say it aloud, slow enough that everyone can keep up, and everyone should say it along, milo the milo, quietly, without years to go to Dash at least the first Baruch, I think that, that's more the acceptance. If you've got the time, then ideally, the whole of benching, instead of the Chasrein I'm talking about. But, at least, at least that, that first bracha, and obviously you've just finished, he should stop just before the end of the first bracha, give everyone a chance to finish, 
then he finishes, and they answer all names, and with that, your yoke stays in, and maybe not in the absolute best way, where one person then, but for, for, for nowadays, that's the best way we can do it. Fine. Continues on the Gemara. Omar, the Omar Ravasi, another statement of Ravasi. Four lines down and out in the wide lines. Ein mevorachin al kosher shel peronu. You don't make a, uh, you don't make a kosher baruch, basically you don't bench over a post shel peronu. What does that mean? A cup of punishment. Ask the Gemara the exact question. My kosher peronu. What is a cup of punishment? So Omar Ravnachim vayitzchak, says Ravnachim vayitzchak, toast sheni. It means the second cup. What does it mean the second cup? One of the Dafayomi people? Not yet, but uh, you, can't, you can't have forgotten this Gemara. The Gemara in Pesachim, at the end there, the last parrot, about Zugas. One of those Gemaras which we will learn, people don't really understand what it, uh, what it means. As what one of the, the Magide Shea, I think, said last time, when somebody asked him, what do you do with the Sugi of Zugas? He said, I just run through it as quickly as possible, because uh, I don't understand it myself. It's one of these things, we don't really understand how it works, so the idea is that there's a, a sakono in having an even number of drinks. You should have one drink, one cup, or three, or five, but don't have two, four, six. Okay? Now the Gemara actually says that only somebody who's mucked on it, they are mucked It's talking about demons and these sort of kochot uh, will come and damage the person. It's only somebody who's mucked on it. He's, if you want, superstitious, then they will, uh, they will attack him. If a person's not mucked then they, they won't attack him. That's the kit to what the Gemara is saying over here. Now, the Rishonim explained what this means is, it means he's already had two cups. If he's already had two cups, he shouldn't bench, in other words, the third cup, but he shouldn't bench the, the big sum of them with that third cup. And that you see from this next Bryce. Tanya Nami Hoffman says, we've learned from a Bryce, Hashote Kiflayim, somebody who has had to drink double numbers, even numbers, lo yaboris. You can see that from him, he's already had an even number. Lo yaboris. He shouldn't bench over a coat. Mishum shenema, because it says, hiko nekrasa lekecha yisrael. We had this in the fifth parak. I think it was the fifth parak. That, hiko nekrasa lekecha yisrael. That a person should prepare himself to meet your God yisrael. In other words, you should be in a fit state of mind, a fit state of, uh, Clothing is what we've talk, uh, talked about when you speak to Hashem. The way it's explained is, the idea is like this, because he's now all nervous, because we're obviously talking about somebody who's much fit on it, because if he's not much fit, then they're not much fit on him. So it's not about somebody who's much fit on it, he's already all nervous. So he's not going to be able to bench with proper kavana. So therefore he shouldn't, obviously he has to bench, as the Rishonim say, don't get any ideas here, he doesn't have to bench, of course he's got to bench. But he should bench over a coast, he shouldn't do that, give it to somebody else. If he's had an even number, and he's much fit on it, then then uh, he shouldn't be the one to bench over the coast. Oh, so Rishonim al it doesn't take him out of Sakono because the bracha of the, that one is already after the, the meal. They speak about it based on the Gemara in Pesachim, because the Gemara seems to say that it is Mitzarif, they say maybe, maybe that's only on Pesach, it's spoken about, but the Kitzah, it's not Mitzarif, they say in this, uh, normally speaking. So, Hikam Ekasa Lekachi Yisrael, it says, Vahayla Mitzakim, Mitzakim, this person is not Mitzakim. He's not in a fit state of mind to bench. Correct. That, that's, the, the Gemara in Pesachim speaks about that. I mean, uh, well, about, about the forecast. But it speaks about there, whether, 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 whether it's been started. 
what exactly is Mitzarif, what's not, what's Mitzarif with what. That's uh, the whole together. Omer Rabbi Avohu, says Rabbi Avohu, the Omer Yudah of the Masni Satana, and some say it's been taught in a brighter, Ha'echad Omahalich, somebody who's eating and uh, walking along, Mavorich Mu'umad, in other words, he's walking around whilst eating, he benches standing. In other words, standing still, I would assume. Ucha Shehu, Eichel Mu'umad, if he's been eating standing up, standing still, in other words, Mavorich Mu'umad, he should bench whilst sitting. When he is um, leaning and eating, in other words, he's been sitting down properly, then, he should sit down, obviously, sit up properly and, uh, and bench. And the halacha is, the halacha is, no matter what you've been doing, whether you've been eating or walking around, whether that's correct, whether it's correct or not, but you should be sitting down to bench. And Tosa says, why? Because Bekasamozin is to sit and bench. Because ten things were said about it. something which we don't find with other brachos. And the way to remember it is the Savata, you can split into two parts. Shev, eight. And then it says, Uvei Rachta. It says, V'ochalta, V'savata, Uvei Rachta. So you've got V'ochalta, the Shev, eight, Uvei Rachta. And then sit at the time when you bench. The Berkis HaMozim, the Berkis HaMozim, and here Rabbi Moshe Albert. So, that is the, um, that is the Halacha. But if you, it's interesting, Tosin says, because Berkis HaMozim is the Oraita, and they were machmir on it, the ten things over the, in other words, the, the ten things with the coast Shabrafa. Which again, before we move, just before we go on, seems to indicate that Tosus learned, when we saw in Rashi yesterday, Rashi said the coast Shabrafa meant Berkat Samozin. And we thought, that, does that mean Berkat Samozin who are Dinkindish? It doesn't mean only Berkat Samozin. Magin Mishnah understands, Rashi means Dafka Berkat Samozin. Not like the Ramah, who says, no, the Ikka is Kiddush. That was the Magin Mishnah we spoke about yesterday. From Tosus, it's much more from this Tosus, more than but in previous cases as well, that he learns this whole thing is about Birkasam Mosin. Because otherwise, why is he saying, and he said about it, the ten things. What do you mean? It's not about Birkasam Mosin. Otherwise, you see, Tosus learns that the ten things are talking about Birkasam Mosin Dafka. As we said about yesterday, Chai, especially if you learn, that means you add in no that that's not shy with anything else. Um, if you take a look on this sheet, just the last Maramokan from yesterday, there are Ben Yeno writes, so why are we more machmer on this than with Kriyashana? Why are we more machmer on this than with Kriyashana? It's not on that, so there's an update first. Um, there was a spare one there. Um, the reason why we're more machmer on this than with Kriyashana is because Kriyashana is not Mid-Oraita. Elopotik Rishon, only the first Pasuk, or Parsha Rishon, or the first Parsha Bilvat. The Tifas, therefore, the Echmir Bar, called Kafzef, but they're not saying Machme with Kriyashima. That's why we allowed you with Kriyashima, as we mentioned earlier, to walk around after a certain point. When we ask Hashikara Pasuk Rishon, after the first Pasuk, you can walk around and read the rest. Although the Birkhaz Mosman, Shim, and Asura, the Birkhaz Mosman, which is very right, sir, Sorokhlesh, and the Kemir of Arif, the Kudu. 
So the kids, what is the Tali Dera Bini Yenna says? When it comes to Kiyashima, only the first part of the first postlet, the first paragraph is there right there, therefore we allow you to walk around after the first postlet, straight to the first paragraph. But, when it comes, um, after the first postlet. But when it comes to Birkas Hamozen, Birkas Hamozen is there right there, therefore you can't walk around. So let me ask you a question, what about in the fourth brothel mention? Fourth brothel mention we passed in it? The right of the Rabbana? The Rabbana. So can you walk around in the fourth Baruch bench? Says the... The Sharatir actually speaks about it more. It's Mashma that in the fourth Baruch you could walk around. But then the Sharatir himself says, maybe not. Because maybe what the, what the Rabbani Yonah means to say is that Kriyashma, it's only a very small amount, a part of it, is the Raisa. So therefore, only in that part we say you can't walk around. The so benching, three out of four brachas is there right. So maybe the fourth bracha is schlepped after the previous three, and you can't walk around even in the first three, uh, even in the fourth bracha benching. He leaves it sort of here. I just noticed now. I think I, I would personally say it's more mistaken like that. You know why? Because Rabbi Yehuda starts off by saying, "I what about Kriyashma?" He says, "Ah, oh, Kriyashma. What part is Minatayo?" The first process or the first paragraph? Or, or the first paragraph as well? First, 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 first. Yeah. So the Mahatma Yitzhak Shodim is with Lantaja. And then he says, therefore, they were only mapping on it, that only on the first process you can't walk around. What do you mean? I thought it should be, depending on where... If it's all to do with the writer, then what about the first paragraph? The first paragraph is also the writer, according to some at least. He, that's what you just said, O Parashar Rishayin of Allah. So why are you allowed? He said, therefore they were mathematized only on the first possible. Why is it the first possible? It should be on the first possible or the first possible. If we learn from the second pair. Elamai seems, it seems that what he's saying is that with Kriyashma, the only part which is there right is a minority of it. It's a mere of it. Therefore, they weren't mathematized on Kriyashma, even the parts which are there right, except for the first possible. The first possible is Kabbalah Tamar Shai, you have to stand still for that. But the rest of it you could read, even the first paragraph, which is the writer. Nasha Enkein, Berkitam Mosul, which is the writer, they were Mahmoud. It's not to do with which parts of the writer and which parts of the Rabbana. It's to do with whether Kriyashma, stroke Berkitam Mosul, is a writer or a Rabbana. Kriyashma, the majority of it is the Rabbana. Therefore they weren't Mahmoud. Only on the first possible. Whereas with Berkitam Mosul, it's a writer. There's a minority, only a small part, only the fourth bracha, which is Rabon. So Birkas Hamozen, in, in a more general sense, is a Zoraita. Therefore, they were more Machmer on it, says Rabin Yena, and you're not allowed to walk around. So, again, it's not a proof. There's a strong argument, therefore, to say that the fourth bracha, that's part of Birkas Hamozen, so you can't walk around. But again, he leaves it to Sarakin, so I'll leave it to Sarakin. I'm not going to. can't prove one way. Uh, I can't prove it, but there's a strong sad to say like that. It's not saying that the writer of the Rabbon, which part? It's to do with whether it is a writer or it is a Rabbon, the majority of it. What is, what is that? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he does write actually the dinner, he writes in the Mishnah Bura, and then he talks about it in the Shalatian, it would be better to be Mahmeh on the fourth Rafa as well. He does write that. But, but the Abbot, anyway, 
the Ramal says the Shem the Ramam, if a person did walk around whilst uh, making the, the while benching, he is he is Yitzhi. Um obviously again this is not really again as is because we don't uh, we said everyone benches themselves, but who has the Masubin in times gone by, the Shulchan Aruf says the uh, people who are listening to benching they should also be sitting. Um, if a person the Rosh brings and passing the Shulchan Aruf, if a person is eating on the derech, he's on a he's uh, on a ramble, he's on a during the holidays, he's on a ramble, a walking ramble, and um, they eat as they're going, then he does not actually have to sit to bench. Because he's not going to have proper kavono. We had this earlier in the fifth paragraph. The says the chayyot and the stuff if you were actually eating whilst walking. But if you sat down to eat, you can't do well, I, 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 I've got to continue on, I'll bench as I'm going. You don't do that. Um, so? Because you're worrying about, uh, I've got to move on. Yeah? Well, it's time, you know, it'll get dark before we get to the end of the road. We'll be stuck, they'll call out the helicopters and, you know, the search parties. So, so you get a little nervous, you've got to, you've, you've got to move on. Uh, Sharatian says, hey, most definitely you shouldn't be Mako. What about when it comes to Alamithil? Can you see Alamithil standing, or can you say, it's, uh, do you have to sit down for Alamithil? Rabono, they're at main shoulders, yeah. Well, Big Samozmi said you've got to sit down. I'm, I'm not talking about on a ramble now, I'm talking about stump. Do you have to sit for it or, or stand? So the Rambam says that you have to sit, and that's what's brought in the Shulchan Aruch. You have to sit for Main Shalish as well. The, the Gaon says that that's the Rambam Lishitofe. Because, we haven't really seen this, but the Rambam's Shita is that when it comes to Main Shalish, this we'll, we'll speak about this Bezat Hashem in the next paragraph. We'll speak about if, when you bench, do you have to bench Dafka in the place where you ate, or can you bench somewhere else? So with Birkasamos, there's no doubt about it, you have to bench where you ate. With Birin Apostles, there's no doubt about it, you can, strictly speaking, bench somewhere else. With Me'en Shodesh, it's a Machlokas. Whether you have to go back to the place where you ate, or could you make it somewhere else. The Ramam Shitta is, you have to bench where you ate, even when there's Me'en Shodesh. Or you have to, yeah, you have to bench Me'en Shodesh where you ate. So therefore, says the God, that's why the Ramam also holds that you have to sit while benching. They go hand in hand. So according to those who say that one does not have to bench Me'en Shodesh where he ate, he also would not necessarily, obviously it's better to, but he would not necessarily have to sit whilst making the, uh, the Me'en Shodesh. But says the Mishnah Brewer then, L'chule Amor, when it, if you're making me'en shalish, the ala mechio, not ala peris, not ala gefen, the ala mechio, for mezonis, everyone agrees for that, there's a question we'll speak more about this in the next paragraph, that you have to sit, you have to bench in the original place, for the ala mechio. Yeah, because we'll see, there are some who say there's a difference between ala mechio or ala peris. So for ala mechio, you definitely have to sit there for. And finally, one last word is, that with all brothers, you shouldn't, uh, even the Rabbonon, you must definitely, if you're a Shalmi, it's brought Lalocha, you should definitely not be doing other things whilst making a broth. You shouldn't be uh, writing, uh, writing something down or trying to speak to, you know. When you make a broth, you're talking to Hashem, talk to God properly. Okay? The only question is that you can walk up and down whilst doing it, that's something else. That brings us to the end of the parak. Hadun Halach, Shalosh Shalosh Achlu. And uh, with that, let's begin the next parak. Eilu devarim shebein beishamai uveifilah. That's the Udo. So the Mishnah, the following things are the differences you'll find between beishamai and beishilah when it comes to hilchos to Udo. Number one, 
Beishamai Omen, Beishamai say, Mevorech alayom, Ve'achakach mevorech alayayim. You first make a bracha literally on the day, and then you make a bracha on the wine. What we're talking about here is when you make Kiddush, for example, or should I say when you do make Kiddush, of Shabbos to Yom Tov. So, what do you make first? The bracha on, on the day, the Kiddush of Shabbos, or do you make the bracha on the wine first? So, Beishamai say you first make a bracha on the date, and all these cases, by the way, in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to go through one by one and speak about them in much greater length. So, for the time being, we just have to get the general picture, and then we'll, we'll see the reasoning behind all of them, that is Hashem more in the Gemara. So, Beishamai say you make a bracha first on the day, and then and then you make a bracha on the wine. You first make a bracha on the wine, and then you make a bracha on the day. And that's what we do, correct? We make it in the Yom Ashishi. That's not really the excellent part of Kiddush. That's the prelude to Kiddush. And then we say, Bere Priya Gofet. And then we say, Baruch HaTor Hashem. And then we say, Baruch HaTor Hashem. Yeah, Ashe Kiddush. There is a... Etc. Etc. Basically, right, the, the bracha you say afterwards, uh, whether it's Asher Bocha Sorry? We've touched on this before. We touched on it with regards to standing up or sitting down. Yeah, yeah but here, here's the actual order of it. So, obviously, by the way, during the day, we say everything before the Boropiyar Gotham. That's a bit of a catch, catch question there, because. What is the actual Kiddush during the day? Just very proud of it. Yes, if you're, if, if you're listening to somebody make Kiddush, the only part you actually have to hear is the very proud of it. Everything before that, some people just say it quietly. They sort of, just as they uh, get to the end of that whole thing, then they say, allow everyone to be ready, and then they say very proud of it. I remember in Yeshiva, when, uh, whenever we had uh, Kiddush, whatever it was, the Sri used to make Kiddush, he used to say most of it. I mean, anyone who's standing near him could hear it. But he used to say it quietly. Just the last part he used to say it out. That's the only part which is actually part of the, the Kiddush. So on Friday night, it's called Kiddush Rabbah for that reason. It's, it sounds a bit of uh, ironic because it's Kiddush Rabbah, the great Kiddush, and you know, there's only, uh, only uh, 10 words, whatever it is, you actually have to say. But on Friday night, we say this is the order, like they said, first the Brock on the wine, very proud of and then the Asher Kiddush or whatever it is afterwards. Okay, that's the first one. Next, You first wash your hands, and then you pour the wine. You pour the wine, and then you wash your hands. Rashi doesn't just mean uh, pouring the wine, it means drinking the wine. If you look at Rashi, just the very first part of Rashi, Rashi says, Four lines down in the Rashi on this peric. Yain abole pliam ozim. It's all about wine which comes before the meal. Because Amina, as we said, we learned from the sixth parak, the parakates of the Borokin. Hesebu alpha bishanata. We talked about, and if you remember there, we talked about the sage after Uda there, that people would come in, and before the meal they'd have a cup of wine, and then when, when all the guests had arrived, they'd go and wash down, etc., etc. So you can see from Rashi, by the way, what are we talking about? Are we talking about on a weekday or are we talking about on Shabbos? So about Kiddush. So about a weekday, it seems like. The rift says we're talking about Kiddush. The Rambam, the Perish Amishnayis, the Rambam also sounds like Kiddush, because he says we're talking about a Koshar Brachal, or Koshar Brachal, which you'd assume that means Kiddush. But the Me'iri writes, Hu'adzin, the Mosafel, it is talking about Kiddush, he says, but Hu'adzin on a weekday. And Rashi says, he seems to be talking about a weekday. Just remember that, that's Hashem, when we get to the Gemara, which talks about it, we'll see the, the irrelevance. 
introducing the Machloka fit. When you don't have kids. So as we said, they used to, I mean nowadays we don't really do this, but they'd have a cup of wine before the meal. Yeah? Nowadays that the only relevant stuff is really kiddush. The Russian for some reason talks about a weekday. I mean, well, it could be Shabbos as well for that matter. That, that's such a we'll speak about. But the Russian means Dafka be Mesachad, it doesn't mean also, also be Mesachad, like the Meiri, right? I'm just introducing it, we'll speak about it, but it's only a small point when we come to the Gemara. So, um, but either way, again, why this is, well, it's to do with Tumantara, we'll see in the Gemara of Ezra, Hashem. Um, but they still say, Moskin and you first, you first have the cup, you drink the cup, and then you go to wash your hands. Next, that's Machlix number two. Machlix number three. When you wash your hands, so you literally clean your hands, but you wipe your hands dry on, a, on the towel. You leave it on the table, not on the chair, you leave it on the table. In other words, you, it's a napkin you're going to use during the meal to clean your hands. Especially if they ate with their hands in those days, maybe, or do you know. So they have to clean their hands and their mouth is clean up, they needed a towel or a napkin to do it on. So this would be the one you use. Where should you put it? You put it on the table, not on the chair. It's all to do with Tumantara. The Gemara will explain. We sit there and we sit say, no, I like this. Leave it on the chair. Leave it on the chair next to you. Don't put the towel on the table. Bishami Omi, Bishami Say, Machlokas number four. Mechabadin et After you finish the meal, so before you wash my Macharinim, before benching, first clear the house, sweep the floor. If you've been eating on the floor, or sweep the table if you're eating at the table. The and then wash your hands. The kids, though, we don't want the maimacharinim, the water, to go on the food, on the crumbs left over. Or it could be bigger than crumbs, we'll see in the Gemara. So you say, no, you can do it the other way around. Wash your hands first, and after the bench, if you want, you can then go and clear the house, clear the table. Machlokes number five. What we're talking about here is somebody who only has one cup of wine. And he comes to make Tzai Shabbat and he's going to make, he needs to make Havdolah. He's also going to have, let's see for the time we will assume it's, that's the past, just talking about Malava Malka. So he's going to wash from Malava Malka and he's going to want to bench over a coin. But he's only got one cup of wine, so what should he do? The answer is, we tell him to eat, and we'll see, as Hashem will speak about this tomorrow, should be tomorrow, how he can eat without making Abdullah first. So let's just ask the question, we'll speak about it better Hashem tomorrow. But let's assume he eats. So then it comes time to bench. And he's got a bench and make Abdullah. So what order do you do things in? So Bishamay say, first you make bur- the broth over the ner, Buri Meri Ho'esh, because as the Tamid Arabian Union explains, the ner is the most immediate Hanor. The minute you see it, well you've seen it. You've seen the knife. So that should be the first bracha. Then umozen, then you make a bracha on the food, because you're ready mechuyah, you've just eaten a meal, so you should be making perikasamozen. Then the son, then you make the bracha on the spices, and then you make a bracha, you say the avdolah. Put avdolah at the end. Ubeitilom, whereas beitilom say, ner ubesomim mozen avdolah. We don't do like either of these, by the way. We'll see in the Gemara why that is, but... They say no. First you make a bracha on the ner, as we said, because that's the most immediate tanor. Then, once you're already making a bracha with the ner, the ner which comes on the Tzoy Shabbos, why do we make a bracha on the ner on the Tzoy Shabbos? Anyone know why? That's it. So? Yes. Right. Fire was, so to speak, created, stroke, discovered on the Tzoy Shabbos. So, 
we make a bracha with an air, that's to do with Mitzray Shabbos. And once you're making one bracha to do with Mitzray Shabbos, well, then you make the other one, which is the Besomim. Why do we make a bracha of Besomim Mitzray Shabbos? That's right, because the Neshama Yisir, which is gone, and therefore you feel sour over it, the Neshama Yisir is gone. People who were great enough actually felt ill on Mitzray Shabbos because of the Neshama Yisir are going. So therefore the Besomim comes to, the Besomim is actually a is the Hanol, I think we mentioned in the past, is Hanol, we had this in the Gemara, is actually Hanol for the, for the Nefesh. So therefore, that's also to do, it's got a connection with the Nefesh. Therefore, even though your next Chiyav should really be Bixamogon, Bixamogon, so you make the Baruch on the Bixamogon. That's how the Tamidi Rabbeinu Yonah explained the Shit of Bixamogon. So you first make Nefesh, then Bixamogon, Mozon, Vatzon, and then you make the Baruch on the Mozon, on the, on the, you make Bixamogon, and then finally Vatzon, you make the Baruch on Abdon. That was number five, I think it was. Number six is, Beishamah and Beishamah say, Shebora Me'er Ha'esh. The bracha you make on the fire is, on the nail is, Shebora Me'er Ha'esh. Whereas the Beishillah and Beishillah say something a bit more familiar to us, Beire, not Bara. And number two is Me'ere Ha'esh. The light of the fire. We know that it's actually made up of various colours. So you say Me'ere Ha'esh. That was number six. Now says the, the Mishnah, You don't make a bracha over the ner or the besomim of an akum, of a, of a goy basically. You don't make a bracha over the ner or the besomim of dead people. In other words, they used to bring besomim to sort of give a nicer fragrance around the, the dead body. They used to have neiris around. These you don't use for a, for a, when making Havdalah, or for that matter, making any broch on it, and obviously you don't make on the nail of the Besomim of Abedazorah, use for Abedazorah, be set aside for Abedazorah. This will all be explained in the Gemara, what exactly is going on the Mishnah. You can't make a broch on the nail until you've actually had Hanor from it, or whether it means literally you've had Hanor, it's right to have Hanor from it, that's why we do this, with your fingers, to make sure that you get your close enough to get to Hanar. It's not necessarily the reason, but you've got to make sure you're close enough to be able to get Hanar from it. Again, we'll speak more about that in the Gemara, about Sashem. If a person ate and he forgot to bench, so Bishami or Bishami say Yachterim Koma, Bishami has got to go back to his place where he ate to bench. You can bench wherever you remembered your mistake. How long do you have to bench? Until the food is, uh, until the t- time when it's uh, of digestion. However long it takes for the food to, to digest. This is where the 72 minutes comes from. There's an Hashem, we'll speak more about that as well. What exactly the shear of ikol is. For a full meal, for a small meal. Is it 72 minutes? You have longer, shorter. We'll speak about that as Hashem more in the Gemara. If wine comes to them after the meal. In other words, just before you're ready to bench. Then suddenly the wine arrives. So we've learned earlier in the parent to make a broth on the wine at that point. Now, um, if in Shamela it's okay, so if that's the only cup you're going to have, so Bishamay over Bishamay say, you don't have to worry about uh, benching over a coast. They say, Mavari Khalayayayay, you can make a broth over the wine there and then. Drink that wine, that's the cup of Mavari Khalamotan, and then do Bixamotan. You don't have to worry about having a cup of wine for Bixamotan. Whereas the Basilo, the Basilo say, Mavari Khalamotan, that's the cup of Mavari Khalayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
that one answers Amen after a Yisrael who makes a bracha. In other words, even if you didn't hear the full bracha, you just heard the last part of the bracha. You just heard him say, Shahakal Miyabidvara. You can answer Amen. You can assume he probably did say the first part, Baruch Hashem Elekinu Merachayinu. Whereas, you can't answer Amen after a Kuti who makes a bracha. Until you hear the whole bracha. Because we know that uh, they served Abed Azar and Hagarizim. So uh, if you just hear Shaqan the Abed Azar, for all you know, he may have said Baruch Atal to his Gechka on Hagarizim. So therefore, you can't, uh, you've got to hear the whole bracha to make sure that he did actually make the bracha to Hashem. Those are the six Machlokes to do with Hilchsud of Bisham and Bishidal and the various other Alokas which Bez Hashem will go through in the Gemara, go through one by one. And uh, we'll start that tomorrow.